yes, this is Danhausen here. Danhausen, this is uh, for Shooting the Breeze with Bash and James Housen. Yeah, it's a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort, based in the UK. It's quite nice. Danhausen's here to give you a very nice, valuable shout-out of some sort. And also, you, Danhausen's wishing you the powers to knock out the Breeze Horse. That is War Horse in disguise, Danhausen thinks. He's not quite sure. But he also is uh, shooting the Breeze with a Breeze Horse. So... You must defeat him. He's evil. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Good luck. Uh, uh, hey guys, it's episode uh, 94 of Shooting the Breeze and we're back with our regular, um, as I like to call him, other James. Uh, hello. Thank you for having me back as always. Always a pleasure. Yeah, there's a lot that's happened and like I think that it was about the time we recorded the show. I guess. Yeah, a lot of things like it goes like a week or two weeks without anything happening and everything will happen in the space of a couple of days and it'll just balance out for another week or two. Yeah, so I think like a lot of recently a lot has happened. So uh yeah, I'll just say congratulations to uh Sean Flair and uh, Andrade. Yeah. Finally getting getting married. Good for them. Broke, like broke my heart. Thought <laughs> I was always gonna marry Charlotte, but Hey, she's been through a few marriages, bro. She's like yeah, a father. Yeah, There's so, always chance. There's always hope, mate. There's always hope. Yeah, there's always things. Just just yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what'll happen if she gets pregnant because the WWE, the fucking women's division will crumble if she's not there. Yeah, I suppose we'll speak about that in a little bit. But um, yeah, it was pretty interesting to put it that way. Uh. I don't know, like, she's not there at the moment, so, it's like, it's kind of there, but not there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and now Jardes kind of was complaining about something as well, like, he can't work at Forbidden Door because of, like, um, Triple A or something like that. I don't know what the, what the sketch is there, but, like, it was this morning about it on Twitter, saying he can't work at the Forbidden Door show, and I was like... Well, in terms of they won't let him, or... Yeah, they won't let him, yeah. No, they just won't let him. For don't AEW time. get the final say, though, aren't they? His parent company. I don't know, you know. I'm not sure. I think the problem with AEW, they've got so many partnerships with so many different people, and it's like... They're like the, like the whole of the wrestling world, isn't it? It's fucking... It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, they're, like, kind of, like, with in in bed with everybody. Yeah, kind of. Like, I understand it during the pandemic. Like, obviously the pandemic hasn't finished or whatever, but it's kind of lightened up a bit. But um, yeah, like the politics of it is a bit odd. Like, I suppose we'll get onto it later on when we talk about uh, Forbidden Door. But yeah, and the politics of it is really, really odd. Like just how it's placed and things like that. But yeah, um, congratulations to both of them. I'll have a. Uh, fulfilled happy marriage. Yeah, Love works okay. in mysterious yeah. ways. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on to uh, a strange subject. Um, I think that we would talk about in the group chat. I thought the Def, the Derby and Jeff match was like just I put in brackets. It was just insanity from kind of start to finish. I can't. Yeah. Like, I think it hid a lot of Jeff's weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it was it was a good match. Like it shows exactly what they are. Like they're just 
it's almost you see shades of Jeff in Derby yeah. when he's having matches. Like the mirror image. Yeah, literally that's a match that needed to happen. I thought that bump that he took through the ladder was just, that was just insane. He just, on those chairs and that. He just gets, like, his bumps just get worse and worse, like, every time. Like, obviously, he takes them safely, but he, he does just take, like, worse and worse bumps. And at some point, he's going to get injured, but then, I suppose you said that about Jeff, and it was, the injuries were few, far between. Yeah, he didn't do too bad, injury-wise, but I guess it's one of them, and yeah, but I suppose we'll have to talk about, like, for the news about him getting arrested again. It's a bit... It's supposed to be booked for Wednesday as well, which is hopefully they've scrapped that. I don't know. Like I've checked on the AEW news if they scrapped it or not, because it's yeah. meant to be in the tag match with Matt, wasn't it? And he got arrested for like what was it? Alcohol. Alcohol, driving without a license. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they mentioned drugs or not, but it was definitely it was definitely alcohol. Yeah. It's a shame because, like, he, every time he seems to be getting back on track to a degree or he seems comfortable, then all of a sudden something happens again. And I don't know whether it tails in with... They were saying that he had, obviously the match against the Young Bucks that the Hardys had wasn't the greatest in terms of their performance just because they were saying that after the Darby Allen match, like, his body was really beat up. So I'm yeah, hoping it's not, like, kind of spoiled as a coping mechanism from that, that he's trying to get himself back on track, but... No, I suppose he hasn't really got back back on track. Uh-huh. He's got and, like, good, isn't he? and what you said in there, like you said in the chat as well, like obviously, like everyone's got their demons, people struggling to deal with them in different ways. But at some point, he needs to start helping himself because he's had so much stuff, like from WWE and AEW and his brother and everyone else, like supporting him. And he's just if it's if it's still not working, he needs to try. Something needs to click. He needs to find out what he is before. The worst case scenario is if he kills himself or kills somebody. Or goes into jail for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that to be there because he's got a family. I think it like, hurts the more people around him than him. I think it, like, your self-destructive yeah, behaviour kind of like um, affects the people around you. Not like Obviously it affects yourself, but it affects more people around you. Like, I mean, like, there's Matt and Jeff are supposed to have this kind of like last run or whatever as a tag team. Now Matt's kind of like kind of got screwed in it which I feel yeah. sorry, sorry for him but I feel sorry for Jeff as well but I suppose he's like the individual has to take responsibility for himself there's only so much interventions that you can do in it it's like, I, like you know I'm not going to compare it to Mox but at least he had the balls to be like look I need to stop drinking it's hurt my career and whatever and look where he is now like you know yeah. obviously if we speak about it later but like you know the position that he's in now probably because he got a chance to be in that position through you know injuries and two people whatever but at least he's kind of cleaned himself up and he looks a lot better than he did when he was looking drinking yeah it does and it kind of you go back to 2009 when Jeff had his first win of the title and that kind of thing that kind of took away side after his after the wellness policy and stuff so he was given that opportunity he had the opportunity a lot younger than what he was now and he missed it and you'd almost hope that he lost out on being like the, the, like the big main event star because of his demons. And then you'd, you'd like to hope that maybe, just maybe, um, he'd get away from it or he'd realise that's what he's lost and he'd, he'd go again. But it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like he's learning any sort of lesson. 
no, it's it's just a shame. Like I just like I said, I hope they kind of just make the match between the young bucks and that. Uh, Luchasaurus and um, Jungle Boy on Wednesday and keep it kind of like in that realm. And like, yeah. I don't know if he's been released or not or whatever. Just kind of like, um, kind of leave Matt at home as well. Probably be the best thing for him, I guess. Yeah, but I think like you just said, it's it's hurting like Matt more than anyone because this is probably his last chance to earn a little bit more extra money, get his like one last run. Everyone wants that one last run. Maybe even like even if there was gonna give him one last run as the titles, all of that is gonna be pushed aside and maybe never gonna happen now because Yeah, obviously, yeah, which is a shame, but that's wrestling, isn't it? Unfortunately it is. Yeah. But uh, I'll be you know, guess better soon and gets the help he needs and you know, just kind of like gets his career back on track, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sorry, no, I do. I do genuinely wish him the best of luck. Yeah, but uh, another strange one with the Samoa Joe John Morrison fuck up. I don't know if you you saw that match, but boy, uh-huh. it was a bit of a clusterfuck. Let's put it that way. Now Morrison's about to do like a top round move, and he's pointing to Joe to be like kind of like be in the place where he can kind of like Joe can land. Did you get me? Yeah, like, take the bump. And it was just like a clusterfuck from start to finish. I don't know if he was nervous. He's like a, a veteran or whatever. So I don't know if he's nervous coming into a new company or whatever it was. But I didn't call him back. So I guess he just goes to show. Yeah, it's a, yeah I seen the start. I seen like he was the, the, the special thing. But I never watched a match because it's like what you'd expect. Like he's a veteran. You just think that's just going to be a run-of-the-mill match. Joe's going to win. Move on to the next round job done but I'm surprised because Morrison's always been a, a good worker he's always been a safe worker yeah he's never had a problem I just don't I think he must have been nervous it's going to be something yeah because like, he has never been that sloppy before I've never seen him that that bad or that sloppy so I don't know what happened there but he wasn't great let's put it that way so they, yeah. they never called him back and never you know going for the all elite graphic or whatever it is so yeah it's, it's supposed to show isn't it? the problem was his tryout and John must have been screwing but yeah, they're both veterans isn't it? So I think it's like yeah it's not their first road yet have they ever competed before in a main promotion I'm not sure you know I don't think so Unless they've had a big part match on a WWE NXT at some point, like a house show or like a main event. Maybe, but I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. So I wouldn't know. But that match wasn't great. Let's put it that way. I just hope that Morrison gets a shot somewhere else, or kind of like you know, I don't, I don't know if he's gone back to WWE or whatever. We haven't seen him so so. Yeah, unless he stays on Impact. I've never seen him on Impact. Uh, I suppose we'll talk about Slammiversary at the end. It might, might be on there, but I'm not sure. Slammiversary Sunday. The card's not too bad, actually. Yeah, I, I, did, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I did look at the card the other day and he actually looks decent. I know there's a women's King of the Hill match. Yeah, King of the Hill match. match. Yeah. And there's like, um, the, uh, the Briscoe's got a sign by Impact, so I thought that was quite interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, to have a good match. No, they just like a decent card, don't you? After two pay-per-views now, don't they have Slam Reverse and Bang for Glory? That's the only two that they have now. Uh, they're major pay-per-views, yeah. They're kind of like that, that, that little, um, you know, like every month they have a pay-per-view. Like, you know, yeah. like WWE is. Like, they do have those type of things, like No Surrender and this and that, but they're more like, you know, the big, big, big pay-per-views. Like. Yeah, ones to focus on. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not that much of a, it's not a bad card, you know. Like, it's yeah, what is that doing? Because it's their 20th anniversary, isn't it? Yeah, so I think, like, they're going to pull out, they're going to pull out something. Because, yeah. like, you know, 20 years, you would think that that company would go out of business fucking 15 times. But it's hung around for 20 years, bro. Yeah, that's like, a good thing. It's not the biggest company in the world, but it's, it's, it sticks around. Yeah, so it's not but Eddie Edwards is stuck there, so it's kinda of like not yeah. it's not like you know, dead in the mud. Like I wouldn't class it as the new ring of honor, but it's kind of like on that same vibe. Yeah, it's on its way. Yeah, kind of like I think I think that'd be like Slam anniversary, but a lot of people will be talking about it after it's happened. But yeah, I think like it it should be a decent pay per view. Yeah, I think like, it will be. I like I like Impact. I've got a lot of time for Impact. I think a lot, of people, a lot of people slander it because it's kind of like goes through all these changes and. You know, all these talent coming in, coming out, and this and that. But I think they're doing like when they do good stuff, they do good stuff. I have to give them credit. Yeah, no, I think you probably hit the line on the head when they when they do good things. It's really good. When they do bad things, it's really bad. Yeah, it's shit, it? yeah. yeah, then it's fucking terrible. Yeah, so it's kind of like you know, I guess they'll have to wait and see you know what happens. But I think I think it's be like a good pay per view. Because they've got the Ultimate X match as well. And I always enjoy Ultimate X. Yeah, I always like the Ultimate X match. Hopefully yeah. it's the same as it always is with the, the cross. Because I see that, um, I yeah, think, online. Yeah, maybe the, 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 you know, have the cross in the middle. Yeah. Where they was going to change it, but I think they think it's going to go back to the old, like the ropes with the cross hanging down the middle. So hopefully it sticks like that. Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Sunday, I think, or Saturday, one or the other. The 19th, I think, so Sunday. Yeah, probably, yeah. Just check. Yeah, because the week after this will be the door, yeah, so it will be Sunday. can't believe it will be the door, it's just close. It's no, bad. I can't believe it either. And yeah. it's still adding matches and stuff here. Yeah, I think they've got just this Wednesday left, in it? Probably. Wednesday, Friday. It's a job for you. But yeah, um, the Sasha and Naomi walkout was uh, pretty interesting. I'm, I'm really against it. Like, I would completely agree in terms of, like, if that's what if you feel strongly about something in a situation like that, then granted, like, leave or get out of the situation. But you don't do it before you've got a match because you've got to think about other people. Yeah, you might be pissed off, but work with the people that have helped you out before you then throw someone else under the bus. I think that you have to have like 
I know everybody just screwing out Corey Grace for being like a puppet or whatever, but you have to kind of have a certain level of professionalism. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Sasha's walked out before, and it? So, like, like, I'm not saying she's not one of the best in-ring workers, they're bad, like, women's workers, because she is. She's in, like, the top, probably top three or top four in-ring workers that, that the company's ever seen. And, like, I think Naomi, like, she was like you know like how Bianca is now yeah that's how they should have used Naomi so yeah, I can get do you know what I mean yeah no, I completely agree she had like she had a brief run as a title holder but yeah. it was never anything special it was never anything that was going to go anywhere yeah so like if they pushed her like, like I think like what, what Bianca is now is what they like kind of should have had as Naomi should have been but obviously you know them two kind of like broke the path down for Bianca and it's not it's like I don't know you, and you got a job to do and somebody's paying you to do a job and they're paying you quite a lot of money to do that job you know yeah. you've got to keep asking you and it's just like they're getting paid a lot of money yeah they're not happy um, I'm guessing there's other things behind it obviously I've seen that there was there wasn't happy with how those being booked as the women's tag team champions which is fair enough but you don't get the right to just walk out and leave they say there was rumours saying that they didn't want to work with the people that they was working with because they're unsafe workers despite the fact they've had multiple matches with them over a period of time so whoever they're just throwing them under the bus oh they really are yeah you're gonna have some type of decorum like um like not defending the company's position either you know what i mean it's like it goes both ways don't it yeah it's not a one-way street of where like you know if somebody like term like if i wasn't happy with like my employment or my boss you would put a complaining to like human whatever you like human resources whatever the thing is like, they call it i'm not sure so i kind of work for myself but kind of like you would have a word with somebody about it and, it and you wouldn't like it when somebody's paid a ticket like i suppose we'll talk about like good work ethic and bad work ethic when we get to hell in this because obviously it's a coldy thing but like um there's a certain level of good work e- ethic and bad work ethic i think like mjf is kind of like on the verge of that as well yeah no, i definitely i would agree with that 100 like, he really is I think he's like teetering a really thin line. Like I heard some things that he didn't want to work double or nothing, and he had to fly out of there. And like he kind of cut some promo on Dynamite. Kind of like was he burying AEW or what? I don't know. Oh, he was burying everyone that he could think of at the time. Yeah, so I'm like, <sighs> pretty much. You know, you, you signed to a company. That company's made you a major flipping TV star. And like probably one of the most talk about wrestlers in that com- not even not even in that company and just on pro wrestling in general. So it's kinda like you know, you can see why Tony Khan wants to keep him around, but if he's doing shit like that, you can kinda see he's gonna keep him at home and that. So but you can't you can't really afford to keep MJF at home with everything that's gone on recently. No, you can't. And he, he needs to, he has to be there, but his promo was, like, it was good, like, it was really good. The only thing that I'm sceptical about is, I don't, I can't imagine it being 
a work. But if it is a work, they've almost gone too far with it to really pull it back round. If it is still a work, or if it is something that is genuinely just like something that they're fabricated and they're just giving in the mic and just said, go for it, just do whatever you want to do. Um, but if it's not, then you can't be calling out everyone in the roster, say, like, he, he literally buried most of the roster. He buried the Tony Khan, he buried the company, um, mentioned WWE, mentioned how, like, he's getting held back. He covered off loads of things, but I did see at the end, as in, like, the the end of credits or, like, after the after the, the cameras went off, apparently CM Punk come down to the ring and then he got out and ran off, but all Punk did was walk down to the ring, so whether that was Punk had enough of it or whether he was actually genuinely, um, it was genuinely just a work, I'm not sure, but then Punk did the exact same thing to WWE with his pipe bombs, so I can't imagine he would have been someone that's taken offence to it. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's that, that I understand like, you know, you want wrestling to kind of run that thin blurring line of reality and kind of like, uh, story line or whatever but that kind of like he's teetering on the edge he is like really teetering on the edge and i know right now they can't afford to keep him off tv yeah, he's too good yeah it's too much money yeah it gets too much ratings as well <laughs> yeah like every time he's going to be on the microphone now everyone's going to be tuned in to see what he says next or to see what he does next so yeah i think they'll put themselves into a corner yeah pretty much yeah it's a bit of a tough corner I'll just say, give, just give the dude the money that he wants, and then. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If it's that valuable to your company, I think Tony Khan should be like, look, here you go, but there's a paper you want, just keep your mouth shut now. Yeah. Have you know the I mean? money. It's, not, it's not like he's not got the money. Yeah, exactly. And I think it seems like MJF is a little bit sour grapes because he's not in the title picture and other people are, but. Because he did mention it was like he mentioned about um, ex WWE guys, which was having a pop at yeah Brian and probably yeah yeah Brian yeah, and CM, CM Punk, Punk and stuff. Yeah. But as good as MJF is, CM Punk's always the bigger draw in terms of bums on seats, and Brian's the best wrestler, the better wrestler at the moment. So it's not like they're bringing in like a a who can I pick out of it? Because I was going to say Dolph Ziggler, but Dolph Ziggler's pretty good. <laughs> like a Zack Ryder, I suppose. Like I know he's. Um, I don't know but like if I was to bring in someone like that or a um, Breeze or a Fandango them kind of caliber people and they was getting pushed to the sky then understandably you'd understand why he's pissed off and why he's got a chip on his shoulder but they're bringing in legitimate like superstars and some of the biggest names in the business so they're coming in from a, like a, a big fish in a big pond to be a big fish in a small pond at the moment so it's understandable why they're getting pushed to the moon. And if he if he can't accept that or he can't get his head around it, then he needs to he needs to do something or he needs his head checking. Uh, have you did you watch Capital Collision at all? Uh, I haven't. No. Uh, it was good though. Like it's one of the better like you know US and New Japan things. I thought uh, Ishii Kingston was great. And uh, the four-way like title for the US title, like fucking yeah. going on about that later on, I thought that was a great match as well. But um, yeah, I think them are the two to probably check out. Um, Double or nothing. 
Now, I haven't watched it, but I know it's a long ass show. From what I've seen, yeah. like, a lot of people are complaining about it, saying they could have chucked some matches on Dynamite, could have thrown some on Rampage. Like, I, under, like, I understand that you, you only have a certain amount of pay per views a year, but just keep them to like. I mean, like, I suppose it's like. Like four and a half hours is a long time, especially for people in the arena, because they're there for longer than that. Yeah, to go through it all, I think it was. Obviously, it was a, it was a long show, but if I remember right, like the last three matches span well over an hour between the three of them, or over an hour between the three of them. And after four and a half hours, or three and a half hours in the first start, started, you just get burnt out. Like as you know, I normally stand and I like say watch them live is what I normally do like mm. I watch all the all the um, like the pay-per-views and stuff live and I did with this one and even when I went back to watch it during the day when I was awake it was still like a real chore to get through so like, I'm looking at it now just picked it up um, Jericho Appreciation Society match and the and Jurassic Express their match in terms of in-ring time was 40 minutes exactly and then you got CM Punk after it for 25. So that's an hour and five minutes of just wrestling. Then you've got all the promos and stuff. So they probably spanned them last three matches about an hour and a half, which is almost a pay-per-view on its own. So I can understand why people were like, struggling or I was getting through. Like the, Every match, shortest match was 7.25 and there was 13 matches. Yeah, I think like... I get it that like, you only have like a number of pay per views a year. Like they don't have like twelve pay per views a year or whatever, but like you kind of like kind of have to like, especially with the live crowd as well. I think the live crowd get, can get burnt out quite quickly as well. Yeah, massively. Yeah. I think that's probably the first time I've seen it of an AEW pay per view. Like we've seen it a lot of times at WrestleMania when it's going on for like five hours and you've got people flagging and there's like big moments and big matches that don't really get the kind of applause that they want. No, don't get me wrong, the show was good and the matches were good, but tough three matches in the end that are lasting an hour. You just you, you're killing off everyone's kind of motivation to get like involved in those last kind of matches. Yeah, and like uh, I know like um, Ember Moon like she, she calls herself Anita or something like that. Kind of like debuted kind of like that double or nothing like yeah she did that was a great call for him I don't know I said to James it's kind of like the black and gold reject house yeah like like, I'm like okay you're picking up all these people but they were like forming like people from NXT like the black and gold like like that kind of like era I was like I don't know like I like AEW, but, like, I think the ethos of AEW was, like, you know, all the greatest people from the Indies. You know, like, Ring of Honor's ethos in the beginning. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, changed now. Yeah, it's almost, almost become, like, an impact or a uh, 98, 99 WCW where they're just, they're just signing anyone that's got a big name or star power behind it. Yeah. Regardless of whether they can work in the ring or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying Ember Moon can't work because she can. She's, she's a, you know, we obviously in seen her as a great worker. So I hope she does well there. Like, you know, and um, it's interesting to see uh, Osprey and uh, Aussie Open kind of like uh, roll up. 
Yeah, that caught me completely off guard because obviously, like, I've, I've seen them live. Like, I've always liked Ozzy Open as a tag team, one of my favourite ones. Um, but to, like, to appear and then, like, attacking that way and then have a match on the win- on the Friday, it was good that they've, like, they've got involved and they're there. But then to have the match on Friday, it seemed a bit strange because surely you would have booked it in for Forbidden Door and let it be one of the matches that sits there. I think it's Ozzy Open versus FTR. Are they going to do just a straight tag team match? I think so, yeah. I hope so, anyway. Because that's what fucking people are looking for. If you're going to do it, you do it at Forbidden Door. Yeah. That's like a fucking tag team match. You don't even... That's not, you don't need belts. You don't need nothing. You just need fucking Aussie Open and FDR just, like, going at it. Yeah. Because Aussie but... Open are probably the most underrated, like, top-tier tag team in the world. Yeah, 100%. No, I, I completely agree. I, I think that'd be a massive addition if they wanted to work in AEW going forward. I think that'd be a massive addition to their tag team division. I think, look, obviously, because they're signed to New Japan because they're part of the United Empire. It's just that I'm had the chance to go over. So I think that Forbidden Door would be quite a interesting one for them. How many, how many members of the United Empire got? Because every time I click over things, it looks like there's like, more and more people. So as Aussie Open... There's Aaron Hanare, there's DJP, there's Osprey, uh, Great O'Connor, and Jeff Cobb. That's like the core group. As yeah, Bullet Club has probably got more than uh, United Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, you're probably thinking about Bullet Club. I think United Empire, there's a core group of them, but I kind of like they expanded that a bit. But like, I think United Empire, like they're, they're going to be the group to watch. Because obviously, you know, I suppose we'll talk about Dominion later on, but uh, yeah. That, I think if they do Osprey FTR United Center, then that'll be like the main match. But I'm, I know that Khan and Jeff Cobb attacked him as well. Yeah. So I don't know what they're booking for it. Because I know they just won the tag belts at Dominion, so. Yeah, it seems strange to get him involved and everything straight away. Yeah, it seems strange to get Ozzy Open involved. So Especially if they're just gonna take a loss and carry on with the day. Yeah, I haven't watched them like the, the rampage match but like I actually find it pretty interesting. I think the uh, I see the finish and I've seen um like the highlights of the match. Yeah. But I'm not keyed into the actual full match just yet. Yeah, I might wanna actually Watch that full match to see about the interactions. I like it. There's more interaction between Aussie Open and FTR. It's kind of like probably be booked for Bindo. Yeah, no, there was a fair whack to be fair, and um, I thought I won't spoil the finish for you, but yeah, I think it's, it's got potential, it's got legs at least. Yeah, that's what it needs, I guess. It needs some legs, I guess. But, um, yeah, poor old Punky uh, wins the title. Flipping Tanahashi comes out to hand him and then next thing you know he's like, oh shit, I've got to get ankle surgery or something like that. Yeah, I've got to get done. So, nah, it, it's, hor- it's horrible. Like, it is just his look, unfortunately, that he's, he's waited all this time and he's done all this work to get to the title and then he's got the title in probably maybe the, one of the most important pay-per-views in the last 20-odd years in terms of the, like, the Forbidden Door and he can't even participate in it. Yeah, 
it is a bit shit in it but um it's not great like feel sorry for him i hope he gets better soon like this whole interim thing is a bit odd but they just gotta wait for a speedy recovery but it just the interim thing seems strange like obviously they've, they've got the match for the interim title set up yeah coming forward and i can only see one winner out of that yeah, um, probably, yeah. and then they're just gonna hold the title for how long is punk gonna come back and just automatically go straight in and win the belt again or who are they gonna put a program in it like I don't know, mate. Like, I don't even know what his timetable is for recovery. Like, because Dama mentioned it, so hopefully it's quite short. But I guess we'll wait and see, innit? Yeah, so long it is. But if it's a short, yeah, I just, I just wonder, I do, I do fear that they've pulled the trigger a little bit too quick on um, making him relinquish the title. Yeah, that, I, I, I know the hangman experiment wasn't the best, but. <sighs> You know, for that to happen, it is kind of fucked up. It's fucked up for Hanger Man, because he lost a belt to somebody who got injured, and then he's kind of like back in the. I know he's got a big match at Forbidden Door, but he's kind of like in the middle of the, the pack, isn't it? Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, I think he'll just. I think he'll drop down more and more personally. Like, I, I think if I documented that, I've never really been a fan of him, but. Um, I understand like he's a good wrestler and he's a good worker and he, he can cut a good promo, but he's just I just there's something about it. It's just not for me. Like, not to go too forward, but like, I suggest you watch Jay White's promo. He fucking that you're talking about burying. Fuck me, does he bury people? I've heard about it. I've not watched it. I, I think in fact I heard about it yesterday in the office. Heard about it. That dude does. That dude's buried like most of the AEW talent. Like fucking out, just like from start to finish, especially Hangman twice. He buried Hangman. Not at once, but twice. I was like, shit, man. He gives a slight nod to Adam Cole, and it's just a slight nod. Not even like a worthy, like, you know, you're not worthy of like me mentioning you. This is weird, like, it's just like. Like, I suppose we'll talk about it later on, but yeah, it's like kind of like one of the best promos I've seen in the past past four to five years. Has he got a match at Forbidden Door yet? I'm not sure. I know he's called that a shitload of people. Yeah, I don't. I haven't, I haven't seen anything to say that he's got a match yet. But I'll probably be booked on Wednesday, probably. Yeah, I think Wednesday is going to be a massive episode of Dynamite. Uh, yeah, like um. Did you watch NXT in your house? Because I know it was on before heading the cell, but... Um, I watched... I know the results. I watched the, the main event, and I watched the the Mandy Rose match, but... Anyway, I'm seeing it, so I wouldn't know. Right? I know Bron Breaker retained again. Yeah, he did build him up to be a monster, which is fair enough, because he is, but... It was just... it was just a, For all the stuff that was built up with um, getting before it, it was just a normal match. It was almost it made me feel a little bit like um who did Bray Wyatt fight and it was just a normal match in the end. Whoever it was, but that kind of thing yeah. where they built him up and it's mind games and it's this and it's that and then he gets to the match, he just gets beat and then carries on with the day. Mm. And then he's starting he's starting to wonder if he's gonna get close to being a 
a Roman Reigns in terms of who's going to beat him? Are they building him up too strong, too soon? Maybe, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. And, like, with him, I'm interested in, I know he's the face of it, so I'm pretty interested in what happens if he's going to have a long, he seems to be having a longer run, so. Yeah. It'll give some credibility to the match, uh, for the title, and it'll mean that people will like they'll they'll warrant him when he gets beat. The person that beats him, um, although I think it'll probably be Carmelo Hayes because he seems to be the one that everyone's raving about at the moment. He is good. But, yeah, he's yeah. unbelievable. But it seems like he's going to be the one, unless it's another person that gets dropped from the main roster down. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about, like Apollo and. As he is going back down to NXT, it's just weird. Like, I know, I, think, they've, I know they've had, like, people come down and do, like, a guest spot on that. You know, like, Natanya and whatever. But it just seems odd for them to kind of, like, drop back down there with the same contract that they had. It's not even an NXT contract or whatever. So. Yeah, so I think that would come good. I really like Apollo Crews. I think he's class. I think he's such a good wrestler. Um, and I think he'll probably be someone that is that'll flourish back in there. Yeah, I think he'll go down and he'll be a little bit like um, the thing. Yeah, I think yeah. he'll he'll come back. He'll flourish. He'll rebuild himself, and then he'll come back, mm. and then he'll start from there again. Yeah, I guess we we'll can see it. Like you know, um, talking about um, people who kind of flourish and like. Helen the Cell, like, I haven't seen the Cody match, but a lot of people told me that um, it wasn't, like, fucking that, that. I've seen the bruising and that, like, and I was like, shit, how did he fucking get through a Helen in the Cell match? You're talking about, like, you know when we were talking about people who kind of, like, have professionalism? Yeah. Like, I've, n- I've never been the biggest Cody fan. I think a lot of people... Even you lot know that on the podcast or yeah. whatever, but I gotta give him his due for being that professional. No, oh, he's it was horrible. Like his injury was horrible. I just, I'd love to know what drug they've given him, or what injection they've given him to get him through that match. with no pain. Like some of the matches he was doing, like Dave Meltzer gave it five stars, which is the first one since twenty eleven, I think it is. Yeah. Um, it was a good. It was it was a great. I say it was a good match. It was a great match, but do I think it was like? Uh, a match that he was warrant of the yeah, warrant of a five star maybe not but I think it was a good match from start to finish Seth put him over again unfortunately obviously the injury is a little bit more severe than what people first thought but but he looked fucking severe just been seeing it yeah didn't the bruise started to spread across his chest over at the match so I heard Seth wasn't holding back either yeah, it wasn't. I do want to shout out to Steph's attire for the match as well, because that was like instant heat when he came out. <laughs> like, I heard that Seth wasn't fucking uh, holding back, so. Yeah, you said the whole pay per view was good, though, so. Yeah, the whole like, pay per view. Every single match that I watched on that pay per view was decent. Yeah. Um, the Ali match against Theory. Yeah, James mentioned that as well. He was like, oh, that was a really good match. And I was like, oh, I yeah. didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah, really good. The women's match was good. The judgment match was good. Madcap Moss's match was good. Yeah, like, that's it, the only it, one he uh, said was shit. It was like, I don't want to see Baron Corbin again. Yeah, it's, just, it's 
like it's done to death now. Like they need to either reinvent Baron Corbin or just let him go away for a little bit. Because yeah, I think that's what he said as well. He was like, he just needs to have another gimmick or just have some time off and get the fuck out of there. And that. Yeah, and just reinvent himself and come back. Yeah. That's quite, yeah. yeah, but he's out for what? They're saying nine months. Or... Yeah, they're going to be eight to nine months, which means he's going to miss Clash at the Castle easily. Clash at the Castle, uh, first pay per view in God knows what. Well, first yeah. arena pay per view since '92, isn't it? It's the first pay per view since 2003 when we had his erection. Yeah, so. insurrection, whatever it was. I think that was the last time he had one. So it's mm-hmm. a shame that they're one of the bigger people that a lot of people would have been going there for. He's not going to be there, but I'd rather a speedy recovery. He's got his three good matches out. He's cemented himself as someone that's going to be back in, um, and in the main time. Yeah, for me, and, it's like, you know what, Vince's like with people who get injured, though, bro. It's like, uh, I think Riddle's getting that push. <coughs> Is that yeah. me or what? Like, yeah, he's getting a massive push at the moment. He's obviously because like, Randy's obviously Randy's gone now, and they did that perfectly. Without breaking arcane bro, but I gotta give him credit for that. Like and like, you know, obviously that that injury angle with Randy and that like Riddle's getting his like push. And like, yeah, you know, I'm seeing Riddle as a front runner for the Rumble. Yeah, I think he's in with a shout. I think nine months brings Cody pretty much bang in line with the Rumble. So I've got a feeling if he doesn't, if the injury doesn't hinder him in terms of Vince's decisions because of his injury. Yeah, um, that's what I mean, yeah, then he'll be second place, but if he's not back, then I think Riddle, Riddle's been in the rumble. He's my front, 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 you know, like my front, second place person, if Cody's not back. I hope he is, I really do hope he is for the rumble, but then Riddle to win the rumble's not a bad shot either. I just don't, I just don't see Riddle beating Reigns for the title, I really don't, and that's the problem. I think they've built Reigns so heavy that anyone that's not like a main, main star, I just don't feel like they've got a chance of beating him. No, money in the bank's coming up, in it? So yeah. you can easily kind of like use a cash-in for one of the belts, and, yeah, and then it go. doesn't hinder it. It doesn't hinder it that badly. It's like, you know, somebody cashed in and he wasn't looking or you know, had a match or whatever, he's got some type of excuse, you get me? Yeah. Instead of, like, just beating the shit out of everybody on the roster. Like, I don't know who's in the men's or women's, and I know they moved it as well, which is a bit of a weird one. Like, did you read about that? They moved money in the bank from the stadium to the arena, and, like, Tony Khan was, like, taking the piss out of them. No, no. I know, that, I know that moved it, but I thought they just moved location. I realised it moved that it downgraded from a stadium to an arena. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they sold enough tickets or whatever it was for the stadium to fill up. Or... Yeah. Because it's meant to be one of the big four pay-per-views. I'd like to hope that they've downgraded it to give um, a little bit more of an atmosphere rather than we've downgraded it because they haven't been able to sell tickets and you're just going to have three sides of the stadium full and then behind the hard cam's going to be empty. I think that was the issue. Like, don't quote me on that, I'm not 100% sure, but I don't, don't normally WWE doesn't downgrade anything. So, something must have happened there. But hopefully it's still, it's still one of my favourite pay-per-views of the year anyway. Yeah, it's definitely, I think I said to the other day, I think it's 
second behind mine in terms of I think Royal Rumble's always going to be my favourite, but I think um, I think Money in the Bank is fast becoming like my second favourite pay per view. I did used to like Elimination Chamber, but they just yeah, a bit up, yeah. dull and boring now. Yeah, I think like I think Bailey, it's the perfect time for Bailey to return if it's not SummerSlam. Not have her as a special like entrant or something like that. Yeah, it's coming now. It, it definitely makes sense. She keeps saying that she's not fully recovered, but how long has she been out for now? Nearly a year. Easy, man. It's gotta be fucking yeah, sad this time. Right. So he's got to be close, so it's getting close to being a year. Uh, I miss her at this point, bro. I really Yeah. Like, uh, he all work and the face work, or, you know, everything, the whole package was great. So, you know, I just hope to see her soon. If if it's not money in the bank, it should be some muscle. Yep, no, I agree. And I think, I, I think they'll hold it. I think they will hold it for SummerSlam. I think that will be the one that they go for. In terms of her return, but then does she come back at Money in the Bank and win the ladder match? And then cash I in. Think it'd be arguably a better pop. Yeah. But That's not a bad show. It's not our stadium, though. That's the thing. Yeah. If you want a pop like that, you probably want it to do the, like, the big stadium popping. Yeah, I think, I, think I, I do really well. I did think until watching the match at um, Hell in the Cell and then. The fact that she's starting to slowly team up with Alexa Bliss. I really thought that Liv Morgan was going to win the top, but I've got a feeling that Alexa and Liv are going to become tag team champions. Probably, yeah. Uh, Liv was my shout as well to win the women's if Bailey wasn't about. Like, I think she's really putting the work and she deserves that. Yeah. Like, like, she's been busting her ass off in, like, fucking non-nothing tag teams and, you know singles matches and whatever just give the girl a shot man just give her a thing I think that I think she's going to be another one where it was like Finn Balor and Mio's girl or Johnny Gargano where they just they could have pulled the trigger so many times and they never did and they never did and they never did and then when they did pull the trigger no one really cared because they'd gone past that kind of excitement so I'd like to hope it's sooner rather than later yeah same yeah yeah I hope like I hope she's not in money in the bank and fucking gets up that fucking ladder and takes that briefcase down and like everybody like that. Yeah, well done. Yeah. It's not that she, she like she's fit, but she she just she just she just works hard, man. Yeah, the only problem is if she does, whoever does win that money in the bank is who do they cash it in on? Because the building back the up as like the best of the best, and I can't imagine they'll take it off Rosie anytime soon. Yeah, that's what I mean, because they're building Raquel up in it. Did, yeah. I had one time on the IC title, is that right? Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. Yeah. It's Decent just, match as well. It's just good for him. I think, like, just, just going to slowly build him up. Yeah. This is the right thing to do with Walter. Or Gunther, or whatever the fuck you want to go with. He's always going to be Walter to me, I don't give a fuck. I swear, if he comes to England, they're just going to hear Walter. Yeah, they literally yeah. are. Everyone's just going to call him Walter, because no one... Gunther's probably the worst name I've heard a wrestler have in years. I swear, Dan, the, the, I bet you the crowd is just going to fuck things up. And they're probably just going to have to, like, block things out, like, or just, like, you know, they have that five-second delay. Yeah. Although, you mentioned that, it just made me think, during the thing, when you do watch um, 
Ellie and Sally to get a chance to watch it, watch yeah. the beginning of the women's match. Yeah. Because they're piping in and like the crowd's going wild and they're all chanting EST for Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. But on the hard cam, the people behind that mm-hmm. aren't singing it. Okay. And then when they cut to the crowd, all the people in the crowd aren't singing it either. Okay, I'll, I'll keep a look on that. Have a look at it because it sounds like it. Look, it sounds like they've dubbed it over because no one in the crowd is talking. It the pants people, no one's singing it. Mm-hmm. But the the way that they're portraying it is that the whole crowd are all going wild for it, and it made me think whether it was because Asuka gets a really good reception, like she gets a she gets a good pop, and it made me feel like they've seen that pop, realised that Bianca Belair is not going to get a pop bigger than that. When they want her to be the baby face, and they've plugged it in over the end to try and get away with it. Yeah, they've been doing shit like that, which is, you know, not a good practice. Let's put it that way. They're not. They're, they're yeah. trying to force people to like who they want to be liked, and it's never going to work like that because it would like it happened with Reigns the first run. Yeah. They tried to force everyone to like Reigns. It never worked out, and then eventually Reigns was just hated and hated and hated until he went away and reinvented himself and came back. It's uh, probably the perfect example, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're trying to throw Batista and Randy Water at you, and everyone was like, no. Sorry, mate. It's D. Brian. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't see the Finn, he got, the Finn turn coming, but I think, like, <laughs> James said it was like out of necessity. Because, like, the comedy's gone. And yeah, get some star power back in. Like, I think they if- need a baby face, so they're going to. Th- like put Edge back as the baby face but it's like why like I understand why you turned him heel but then like you turn him a baby face that quickly again is just weird isn't it? yeah to go through now I could I completely agree I think I seen it coming I did I, I seen him being the leader of the judgment at some point but I didn't expect it to be like the first day that he moved into the team I think it's just negated a little bit they should have built it up they should have been dissection in the ranks first before he overtook not just overtaken then mm-hmm. All of a sudden, these two new like two people in terms of Rhea Ripley um, and David Prince, all of a sudden have gone to following him. They now follow Finn Balor straight away. Like there was no interaction between them at any point or any build up to even build this storyline. It's literally it just came in. He's overtook it and they've followed him. Yeah. But they could have done more with the change. Yeah, I think Finn's Finn's better as a heel. I think we haven't really seen him as a heel in WWE. Like, I know he was like, obviously the previous leader of the club and things like that. He's a lot better. He's a lot more comfortable playing a heel. So I think this change will be quite good for him. Actually. <laughs> you don't seem too uh, enthusiastic. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I just say you don't seem too th- enthusiastic. In terms of what? Sorry. The like the heel term for Finn. Oh yeah, sorry. I was just, I was waiting. Um, <laughs> it's because it's because of the way that it was done. Like okay. what I want from it is I want it to be built up. I want him. He's better as a heel. Don't get me wrong. He's always better as a heel, but. It just seems pointless. More rush. Seems, you think it was rush, yeah, basically. Yeah, rush is probably the best way to use it. It just seems, it just seems pointless in a case of build it up a little bit. They could have done so much with it. They could have. Yeah. Is this the stuff talking about? I know it's a, a complete long shot, but all the stuff that Bray Wyatt's teasing about—it's time or it's soon. 
they could have they could have played that into they could have played that into it. They could have built up something, but Edge's what's Edge going to do? I know James mentioned that Edge didn't want to do like all the spooky stuff. He didn't want to go down that kind of route with it, but he could have stuck it out for a little bit rather than just in and one, one and done, and then call it a day. I don't know. I'll be honest. Like, but then where does Edge go from this? Does Edge get another faction? Because they just they had a little something going on between, obviously Finn Balor, AJ, um, Liv Morgan, and then the Judgment Day. They only had one match. They could have easily created a program out of that and got a a little bit more out of that and something like to build between it. But that was just another one and done as well. Yeah, I think the Cody thing kind of like fucked up their booking. To be fair. Yeah. Like I think they kind of like just did the Tony Khan booking of like have some lines and fucking do a show. You know, that's probably the best. That is literally the best way to describe it. It's Tony Khan booking. It really is. (laughs) I hate to describe it that way, but that's supposedly what happens sometimes. So, fair play, Jim. If you can afford it, I can do all the drugs you want if you want. Yeah, try it and go. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm interested to see where Finn goes, but I can understand your point of view of like how rushed it was. It's a bit of shit, but when you lose fucking one of your top people due to like a major injury it's kind of like it just messes up everything yeah panic stations but then do you think with the way that they've got it obviously Rhea Ripley's like a quite a big name um Damien Priest these are like people that are going to be the future of the company do you think Finn Balor's got enough star power now or the way that they've booked him and the way that they've built him to really be leading that faction so I think yeah they're going to play that like NXT connection in yeah, and then go from there. I wonder if that... Because there was rumours that there was going to add a fourth member as well, wasn't there? So he was meant to be the fourth member, and yeah, but then... Yeah, obviously, so the, th- that happened with Cody, and then they kind of like, had to change everything up, and... Yeah. Oh, you've got a weird feeling that Liv Morgan's going to join, and it's going to be two men and two women. I don't know why. Maybe. Like, feeling about so it. they can go... But then, like, that negates that whole Rhea Ripley-Liv Morgan thing, and... Yeah, the turn. My thinking mm. was that it was going to be that she was going to join us there. She was going to join, and then she was going to turn. If, it was if gonna anybody's be like probably going to join, it'd probably be Alexa because she's got that dark ass character down. Yeah, true. I know there was rumours about um, Champa joining at some point, and he was going to be the fourth member. It might still happen the connection between him and Finn. In a dream booking, I'd love it if Bray Wyatt came back and he was the leader of the group. Like he become the like the yeah, actual leader. Yeah, like the puppet behind the scenes. Yeah, thing. yeah like that. I don't know where he's at or what he's doing. Or I don't think That's... he's even involved in pro wrestling. To be fair, yeah, it's not. Like everybody doing... had that rumors about him going AEW and this and that, but nothing. Just stay I don't away, think he'll go AEW. I don't. I don't think he's even working, bro. He wants to work. But then when he does decide that he wants to come back, the amount of money that he can demand off whoever's going to book him. Maybe he's just not interested. I suppose he's probably, he must be burnt out because he was, he wasn't like he was just like a big part. He was a main event in NXT and then he came into the main roster and he was a main event in the main roster. So I'm not surprised if he's just, he's taking his time just to catch up and everything, catch his breath for five. I don't know, I know he's got kids and all that, maybe he's just enjoying family life. I mean, I know he's meant to be doing movies and shit, like horror movies and that. 
Yeah, I've heard that, you know, so. that he's filming for one. Yeah, so, I don't know. Where, where he's at and where he's at. What, what he's doing. You would have to wait. If, if, yeah, it might be correct. If, if they're like lowering back in. You know, that might be, you know, with the history between Finn and Bray Wyatt. Which there is a lot of history. That might be quite interesting. Yeah, there is. Leading up to the, the theme versus the the demon, which was supposed to happen. But yeah, that yeah, could be the dissension when they fall apart from each other. Yeah, but then would WWE clever enough to do that longer booking? <laughs> I don't feel like probably the only, the only longer term booking they've done is with the bloodline. To be fair, and it hasn't yeah. been. It's been quite good actually. I can't, yeah, can't say the booking of that's been bad. No, it hasn't, but then it's easy to book something when you've got Paul Heyman in the middle of it because he'll make gold out of anything you throw at him. Yeah, probably, but that's Paul Heyman, isn't it? So. Yeah, so whether he balances out from that or not. But then I suppose at some point they're going to have to start bringing people into start building up to obviously it's like SummerSlam soon and Survivor Series isn't far away. That's only around the corner as well. Yeah, like after Clash in the Castle, is probably uh, what do you normally have. I know they're doing less pay per views this year. September, yes, it'll be November, so it'll be Survivor, yeah. Survivor Series in November, yeah. That will be the next pay per view. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like, it'll be interesting to see what happens at um, Clash of the Castle because obviously it's a stadium event in the UK. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be very close to being sold out. So you're going to have a massive crowd. It's not... They're going to have actual... Like, no disrespect to Saudi Arabia, but they're going to have actual wrestling fans there that know about the products and want to get involved in it. So I wonder if they bring... If there's like, if there's a big return or if there's a... Um, if there's a big title change or a big event. It might be a cash-in, bro. That's not a bad show, a cash-in. Obviously... Um, Drew McIntyre's not going to win because nobody wins in their home country or their hometown ever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I can't even Cashing, bro. Wait, you money in the bank and then SummerSlam. If nobody's cashed in after SummerSlam, look out for your clash. Yeah, so go through. Hope it does happen because it'd be great for the podcast. Oh, yeah, obviously. But like, we'll just give a disclaimer. We're all travelling down there. I don't know if I'm going to do a live podcast or not. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna take my MacBook, just uh, because it's like in the. It depends if I get a whole channel or not. Let's just put yeah, it that way. And then, yeah, I think it all relies on flipping Fisher really. <laughs> See if he wants to stay or not. Because I'm planning to stay. If it's on the outskirts, if it's sixty seventy quid, I could book it now on the outskirts. Then yeah. Yeah, running half your traveling time. Yeah, and then like Monday travel back in it. Like, Makes a lot of sense, especially when it's gonna it's when you because if, it, cause if you're driving there and you're driving, you're gonna drive back. You're probably gonna wanna have a few, you know, beers probably here and there, and it's. I don't think it's viable. Yeah, it's not to come out all the way through, but. Yeah, I suppose we work out nearer the time, but I know I do want to stay probably. Because I might yeah, get tickets not... to the ICW show. Where's your ICW show? It's probably like half an hour away, or 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not bad at all. I like ICW as well. Yeah, it's alright. It's not that bad, is it? 
Yeah, I suppose it'll work that out theory to the time, but if if I'm staying somewhere then I probably will take my MacBook and just leave it there and probably do a podcast altogether. Yeah. Like live. It'd be the first time I've seen you as well, which is mad. Yeah, it will actually, yeah. The first time we've met in person. Yeah. Just probably doing the podcast for about eighteen months together. Probably, yeah. Since the pandemic, eh? It's pretty mad yeah. that is. Yeah, since the very beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Fucking hell. But yeah, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to just not just not going to the show, just meeting you and um your is it fiance? Uh well, soon to be. Hope you don't watch the podcast, but soon to be. Yeah, so um yeah. And uh, I heard a lot about like, you know, um you and uh, her from Fisher and it so It'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be good to actually kind of like catch up and get everything like together and whatnot. So yeah, um, we're actually actually going to a show together. It's not like like broken into like different shows or different things. We're yeah. actually doing something together, even though we're not in the same place. But you know, we're about as close as we can get. Yeah, probably probably way at each other. Yeah, we're able to see each other. We yeah. got good seats as well. We both got good seats as a collective. So yeah, it should be all right. But um, yeah, I don't know if you watched the best of the junior, the best of the super juniors final. Um, I've got it in my book list. I've, I've got the, I've seen the final. I've seen the winner. Um, yeah. Uh, three years in a row now. Isn't it? Yeah, three years. Three years in a row. Yeah, yeah a... so I've got I've got the match bookmark to watch just to catch up on it. It's okay. It's a good match. It's not one of the best finals I've seen, but it's good. Like, ELP again. was in the running for like what you were talking about ELP to be in the running. Yeah, like, uh, but like uh, I think like you're gonna have to circle ELP because it's just been announced for the G one. So yeah, so I think they push turning him heavy. I think they're doing the Osprey with him. So, uh, pad him out a little bit and then move him up. Yeah, so I think you like might be on to like. Because it's his first G1. He's not going to win it, but he's probably going to do well. And there's, like, a lot more people in this G1 than there was, like, in previous years. So. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, yeah, I'll just run through. They've got Tom Lawler, like, the, the big foreigners. They've got Tom Lawler. They've got Jonah. They've got, um... Who else have they got? They've got, um... Yeah, from Jonah. They've got... Um... Who else did they bring in? Uh, Lance Archer from AEW. So he wasn't really doing much. Um, he can take another big loss in a different company. In the G1, probably. He'll do, he does quite well in Japan, you know. Actually. Like, Lance Archer is quite... He's really decent in New Japan. So... Um, what else foreigners? Oh, they got Kenta back. Finally. Yeah, that'd be a good man. That'd yeah. be a good one. So they brought Kenta back as well, but I think ELP is one to circle. Nah, I know, yeah. I, know, I think Osprey's probably winning it, just in general. Yeah, I think Osprey will win it. Yeah, I think it's his year. But so. I'm here for it though. I'm here for him to win. I'm here for ELP to go far as well. Yeah, I think it's a bit interesting. Once you see the full lineup, you probably might want to keep your eye on it. 
Yeah, I'll give it a go, man. I do watch. I watch a lot more Japanese wrestling than I did before. I kind of pinpoint the matches that I mentioned in the group chat, and I'll catch up on them. Yeah. I'll catch up on the highlights. Right. Uh, have you read that text that James just sent? Uh, no. It's like uh, saying that they're giving him like substance abuse treatment or something like that. Yeah, saying him, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, so. Yeah, and then he can, like, obviously, once he's completely in his street, man, he can come back to work, basically. So, I guess we'll see what happens, but um, that's breaking news, I guess. So, he probably won't be in the match tonight. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, speaking about Osprey, um, Juice got appendicitis or something like that, which is fucking pretty dangerous. Like, to your health, like, can be life threatening. So. Yeah. He had the belt. Uh, he took the belt to America. He signed to say he was going to be in the match or something like that. And then, like, he didn't show up. He left the belt in America. They had, like, a. They stripped him of the belt, but they haven't literally got the belt. So, that like, Osprey and Sonata, like. Um, but Osprey's storyline this year has been fucked over. Like, in different scenarios. Yeah. Like New Japan Cup, the match with John Moxley and that, this match not having the like, title belt. So I think like it might be Osprey Juice at Forbidden Door. Yeah, it's like, and then it, that's where he, he takes the title home. Yeah, probably. Or probably gets the title off Juice, probably. Because I don't see him. Because they announced Juice for the G1. So gotta have a match before then because Osprey like the he's not even he's not even the interim champion he's the champ champion but he just doesn't have the belt so yeah so they've got to do so they've got to do something at least crown him with it before he goes into the G one yeah yeah Osprey yeah they crown him with it before he goes into G one probably yeah and um, probably the biggest news that come out was the uh, Jay White beat Sakada which was. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard about this. I've also heard his... I can't just nearly... She's about to pop, isn't she? She's about to have a kid. I don't know if she's about to pop, but they announced that she's pregnant and he was saying that he wants to take time off, but he's announced for the G1, so I don't think she's popping yet. Yeah, for, I know that she's pregnant, but... It'd be interesting. Like, I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm happy with it because they, they need to, like... As good as he is, and I do really think he is the best wrestler in the world, I think he has been for a fair whack of years now. Um, he does need to be made a little bit more mortal every now and again, like a, a loss yeah. one, like a loss in a match. I don't know, I haven't seen the match, but I'm presuming it was good because obviously Jay White and Akada were more good you want from them both. But... I, think, I think the closing stretch was like one of the best, like, you know, closing finishing sequences yeah. I've seen in a long time. Like and just Jay White was just on top of his game. It's like he never left. Let's just put it that way. It feels like he never left. And that's that's exactly what you want, isn't it? Like it's a big win. It's in, like obviously it's against Akada. Um and he's he's gonna propel Jay White to the to the moon. He, and he didn't really need propelling, but he's gonna propel him to the moon now anyway because Yeah, it kind of did that. Because... You know like that for being Shawn Michaels Ric Flair thing with the thank you thing. Yeah. He kind of, kind of like did it begrudgingly to like Okada. Like Okada's knocked down and he just like says a word to him, like thank you or something like that. And like puts the ice pack on him and then fucking rips him to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> and Hangman Page and 
Mm. Most of the roster, basically. Uh, you'll have a match at Forbidden Door. They'll probably book it. They'll probably book it tonight. I think. Yeah, book it in. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I'm hoping to like. I'm hoping to fill the card out in its entirety for a Forbidden Door. Probably. Yeah, I think there's like the Mid Atlantic thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, the Mid Atlantic, the, so, the four way. Yeah, the four way. Yeah, and like they've got probably Ishi probably is winning that. But Ishii is like they're having their contenders tournament over in Japan in next week, so like probably Ishii is probably going to be in that match that four way. Who else in it? Malachi Black's in it. Um, There's Pack and Buddy Matthews. Yeah, Pack and Buddy Matthews. Those are two that I was thinking of. I think there was somebody else, Penta and somebody else in it. Malachi, I think was one of the matches as well. Yeah, I think so. There's some good people in there. Yeah, I think it's like they've got the North American title on it, so Yeah. Exactly. Like, but I think it's like they got too like too many titles again. Yeah, they are getting to a point now where there's too many titles. Yeah. But like I would really be I would if you're just gonna circle one match if you've got the time to watch one match it'd probably be JY versus the corner. The way he kind of like can control the crowd. It's like, you know, Japanese people are quite, you know, polite and follow the rules and whatever. And he was making the crowd just break the rules and fucking cheer. And like, all this stuff. And I'm like, shit, man, that guy's like, the control of a crowd is insane. Yeah, like he really, like he had them in the palm of his hand. To yeah, yeah, basically, friend. yeah. Like a superstar level. No, I think he's ascended to like a new level. Man, it was good. I haven't caught any of his, but I've seen him like I've seen a lot of his. Like I've seen his matches when you mentioned them, and I've seen his matches when he's came over, and I've seen his bits and impact and whatnot. But I'll definitely catch his promo and see what it was like. Yeah, it's one of the probably one of the best promos. It's just like, yeah, I, I just think it was just a brilliant promo. There's nothing else to say. Like if you're setting up something for like Forbidden Door in a way. The way he denigrates you, yeah, for being sets up things. It's just so clever. He's like sets up like ten matches all in one promo. <laughs> ripping his way from one after the other. Yeah. So basically <laughs> ripping into people but like you like, come challenge me, come on. Fucking he's like Hamman Page, you wanna call it? Fucking have him. <laughs> I've got like, <laughs> the top belt. Like, you can have him now. A V team, you can have him. I was like, that's so clever. Yeah, it's not a bad shot. I hope that's a good match. Like, I hope Ricardo versus Hangman's a good match. Uh, I think it's still the head of Forbidden Door. I think... I hope, like... I just hope Hangman has his working boots on. Yeah. I really think, just as a whole, it's just Forbidden Door in general. I think it's... I don't think it's just going to be, like, mid. I think it's either going to be a car crash and it, does, it doesn't do anything for either... company, or it's going to be the best pay-per-view of the last 10 years. I think it's going to be one of the two. I don't think it's going to be something that just kind of floats at a certain level and then goes from there. Yeah, it's worth watching that car crash element though as well, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Like, I'll, be, I'll definitely be staying up and watching it live because I think it is going to be... I think, I think the plan is we'll all go around James's and just put, like, since you got a fight TV, we'll just, like, pay a fiver each or whatever it is. Yeah, and then put it in. No, yeah. definitely, I'm definitely all for it. Yeah, that you lot can obviously drink on that. 
having any drink. I'm gonna just try and stay awake. Depends what time we start, innit? Yeah, I suppose. That might, it's going to be one o'clock, isn't it? I just don't want it to be a fucking four and a half hour show. Yeah, that's the that's a big problem, isn't it? If you end up in it for like ages and ages and ages, yeah. by the time you get to the big matches, you're going to be burnt out. Asleep. Be I'll be asleep, them. man. I'll be asleep. I'll be like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even drinking Red Bull. And they're like, no, fuck it. I'll, I'll see it somewhere else. I'll sleep. Uh, you'll catch up on you. You watch the main bits, then catch up on the rest of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll say wake me up for the main matches. <laughs> probably, yeah. Like, uh, fortunately, KG Muto has announced his retirement finally. A lot of people are saying, like, uh, you know, the great Muto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, uh, he says he's got five matches left, so hopefully there's like one state side or two state side and three big ones in Japan and kind of like. I hope he has his last match in New Japan. I think that'd be a fitting end. Yeah, who's his big rival that he's been with all these years? So who's he been? Is that he's still knocking around? Or? I don't think so. You know, I'm not sure. Like, I remember Muto from his WCW days. Like, yeah, I actually do. Yeah, yeah so he like, was. Trying to, I'm trying to think of who he is. Though. Like, oh, the guy who did the Shiny Wizard. Yeah, I mean, I'm the, I know, I'm thinking of, it's insane clown posse that love him, don't they? Them, them pair of them weirdos love him. A lot of people, like, love Muto, but he, like, had that, eventually, like, the Muto, like, the, the dragon, like, he used a dragon screw or not. Um, yeah, that was his two, like, notable moves, maybe. But he had that order in it. Yeah, I wonder if Ric Flair's going to call him out, because anyone that tries to retire Ric Flair calls out. <laughs> And isn't he meant to have his retirement match or something? Well, I said, he, there was rumours that he was, um, he called out, oh, what's his name? Um, Ricky Steamboat, and Ricky Steamboat was like, oh, I've got no interest of ever wrestling again, I don't know what I've been called out for. <laughs> oh, great. I love Ricky. <laughs> Just tell us how he is. Yeah, I think Tanner and Mox should be good, but it's kind of tele- yeah. trying to telegraph that Mox is winning that title because why would you have like somebody who's going to be in Japan for a month and not on your TV program? Isn't it? It's kind of like yeah. already kind of telegraphed to finish, isn't it? There's, a, there's ways around it, isn't there? And I think, are they going to do it like that? Like, is it? too much delving into this forbidden door if they make Tanner the champion but then it's also pointless to make it because he's going to win it and then but he's, he's not, not on AEW TV is he yeah he's, he's not going to be on the show for ages so it's kind of telegraphs kind of like Moxley being the champion yeah I just hope it's not something like he's not like a, a screw job finish or anything I doubt but, you can't you got to have a clean finish and yeah, go from there. It's gotta be, be a clean finish because who the fuck is like you're not gonna you're not gonna have an interim title match and then not have that person on TV, are you? Yeah, and I think yeah, I think it does. I think you're right. I think you just the yeah, back into yeah. a corner in and terms that, of what they can and can't do now. Yeah, like Tanner can probably take the loss easy because he's going back to Japan, isn't it? Yeah. The Max is staying in the States and obviously he's not doing the, he's not in the G one so yeah. You can easily 
Tyron can easily have been lying down. Yeah. I think it'd be a worthwhile match to watch. I think it's going to be good. I just, I think like you just said there, I think the fact that the finish is so telegraphed, it's going to be. Yeah, you're going to kind of really suspect your disbelief. Yeah, you're just going to have to accept that the finish isn't going to be as great as you probably hope. Yeah. But all in all, it should be all right. I, th- I think like with the cards they got dealt, they're kind of like sorting themselves out. It's not fully sorted, but hopefully by next Sunday, like they've got two dynamites. They're doing that stuff in Japan, so it should be padded out before next week, hopefully. I think so. I think by this one, um, I think I do think that we, I think that. I think it will mostly be done by this one. Um, I think they'll talk about Rampage. It'll be interesting to see whether D. Bryan, Zack Sabre Jr. do have a match or whether that's something that gets Yeah, booked. see, that's what I always... Like, fucking, that's the circle of the dream match everyone's fucking talking about. But The problem is, it's like, is D. Bryan cleared? Mm, yeah. That's the thing. If he's, I don't think Zach would be talking about it if he's not cleared. Yeah, it seems a, it seems a strange one to just like to put a strange person to call out without it being official. Like that is, it's a hundred percent. The match is going to be on the players because you wouldn't you wouldn't go for that. Yeah, I think the interesting thing would be D. Bryan. If D. Bryan's on the show tonight. Yeah, if he's there, then. He'll probably do a retort on the callback. In a promo segment. If he's got a promo segment, then it's probably set up in stone, and that's like one of the matches I'll circle as like a dream match of the for the past whatever. He's won the, he's won Daniel Bryan's award in it for the past ten years or something. So yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, have they ever had a main event match? Nope. They probably probably had a match in England at some point earlier, yeah, like really yeah. early on. But nothing like the significance of what, like the, the way the two are now. Like nothing like that. Yeah. So, if they can book that, I think a lot of people will be, you know, pure wrestling fans and be probably happy with that. I'm trying to think of everyone. No, I can't think. I can't see of any or think of any promotions where it's been that has been the case. Where they've uh... no, because Diamond really crossed cross paths, isn't it? I know, like he was doing commentary when Zach was in the Cruiserweight Classic. So yeah, that's the only th- interaction I can think of. I think that'll be there. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a match. If that's if they do get that done or they do get that organised, I think that's one that I'll definitely be tuned in and ready for. Yeah, I think like that would be like third, like third from the top probably. Yeah, but it's a match that for me has to go long. I don't think it can be a match that you're just gonna. Uh, no, no, it'd be about thirty-five. Which is the problem because if it goes third from the end, all of a sudden your your last three matches exactly like it was at the last pay per view, and I think. You're looking at like an hour, hour and 15 to get through the last three matches and people are just going to be burnt out. Yeah, I hope they kind of like stick it to about three and a half, maybe four. I know Kevin Kelly and 
Christian Honor mentioned to be doing commentary as well, yeah, so. That'll be good. I don't know who the full commentary. I'm not there on the commentary team. I think Excalibur's probably on the commentary team as well. And I think um, maybe maybe Tony or maybe JR, one of the two. Probably. So, yeah, be pretty, Pat Booth as well. I'll be interested to see if Kenny comes back, you know. This, I was thinking about this as well. Like, surely he's got to. Well, if, if Jay is calling out, he did call out Kenny. So, he's like, you and the young books ran off. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but like, you and the young books ran off to create your own company. And you're going to hack it here in New Japan because I was like on the rise and whatever, this and that. So, he has called out Kenny. Uh, and the books, so. Yeah, all different ones. I think yeah, I, th- I think I think Kenny comes back. I think he comes back, and I think maybe he goes. Maybe he sets himself up with Jay White after mm-hmm. their match, or does he come in and does he become the interim champion? Or well, not the interim champion. Sorry, does he challenge interim champion to give them a, a program to bridge the gap? I think I think, I think it'd be the, the 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 clever thing for him to. It'd be the smart move if he's ready. Yeah, just going to a, like a mini program, something that's not going to be too strenuous or killing. But not even a mini program, just fucking, just like have that talking point in the next day. But then he's been out of sight, out of mind for a long time. Yeah, he has for ages. For about a few, just, good five, six months now, has he been? I did all the stuff with Mox already, haven't I? So yeah. It'll be interesting. I think that there's so many things, and this is why I say it's even going to be a car crash or it's going to be like the greatest thing of all time is because it's open, it really is open for a number of people to get involved in terms of comebacks and big talking points, but do they overdo the talking points? Do they not overdo the talking points? Do they put it in a situation where they try and inflict too many and it becomes like a cancel-out show? Definitely, I'm definitely pretty hyped about it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's definitely, regardless of whether it's going to be, I think for once for any other problem, the in-ring quality is going to be good. Yeah, the fucking in-ring quality is going to be solid. I don't think, I don't think nobody's going to be fucking about. Yeah. Like, I, no, think, I, I think agree. everybody will have the work in boots on. Because everybody's okay. going to make an impression. So long, like, isn't it? They're, they're going to be front and centre. Whether you're a WWE fan, an AEW fan, an Indy fan, fan. It's just if you're a wrestling fan in general, everyone in the world is going to be tuning into this to see how it goes. Yeah. Me included. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's about it, isn't it? I think we covered everything. Apart from yeah, that, Zack Ryder got injured and rewritten. Relinquished all his belts, and then I think that, that's like the ending. Really, I think we pretty much yeah. covered everything. So, we should touch on that as well. That's a shame as well because he was doing probably some of the best work he's ever done. Yeah, really was like he's just like he with his television championship. He's created a whole. He's created another career for himself. Yeah, yeah, and his missus. If it... Yeah, she really is. She's an amazing. She's an amateur as well. 
I don't know. I don't... Yeah, she's in the she's in the the Queen of the Hill match um, at Slammiversary. Okay. I think she is. I'm sure she is. Uh, have you watched that Jeff Jarrett thing? The Broken Star. Uh, yeah, I do want to watch it though. Yeah, I just want Stone Cold for him to talk about like the fucking time he got fired. Yeah, there was, I did see the clip and he was Is he working? Well. Is he working for him? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. James said he's working so. backstage or something. Fair play. I mean, like, for one of his many, many flaws, yeah. he's decent at his job. Like, he knows what he's doing and he knows his way around the wrestling promotion and a wrestling ring and stuff. So he's probably someone that's decent to have knocking around in the backstage. But if, uh, if history repeats itself he's probably not the most trustworthy person to have knocking around in the backstage yeah true but, but yeah. only time will tell I guess yeah you want to get your plugs in uh, yeah James 114 and everything yeah I'm, I suppose we'll uh, probably come back talking about Forbidden Door actually yeah that's the, like the main talking point there's three in a row. Slammiversary is this weekend. Spirit yeah. Doors next weekend. Then is it Money in the Bank? Yeah, Money in the Bank's on the second of July. So is it? That's quite. Early. Yeah, we've got three in a row. Yeah, I suppose we'll. I think we should come back after Forbidden Door. Preview Money in the Bank, in it. Yeah, for yeah, re- review Forbidden Door and then a a prediction show for Money in the Bank. Yeah, I think that sounds like a decent plan. Yeah, sounds off. And then we'll be in the build-up to the build-up. Clash in the Castle, yeah. Yeah, Clash in the Castle. Yeah, July, August. Yeah, as soon as August is gone, we're fucking that first week of September. Yeah, it is September the 3rd. Yeah, mad. I'm here for it, though. Yeah, it's going to be a it's gonna be a good month with three weeks of wrestling, probably. Yeah, it should have been great for you. It's going to be a good three months of wrestling, let alone three weeks. There's big players of you knocking around everywhere, so... Yeah, so uh, I suppose we'll have a lot to talk about. But, uh, yeah, thanks for filling in again. No problem, always a pleasure. Coming back. And uh, definitely catch up with you soon in the group yeah, chat. Uh, I'll catch you soon. Yeah, thanks, bro. Enjoy, chat. Bye, bye. Thank you.